Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are hearing this episode, whatever time you are plugging into conversations with Erica, I just want to say, hey, hey, how is everything doing? Guys, thank you for plugging in. Thank you for joining me on this adventure. Conversations with Erica is a podcast where you really just get to kick back and have conversations with the people. We're going to talk to um, women and men that had to forge forth in faith to achieve the goals that were laid before them, whether in business, in ministry, in life, how they pulled themselves out of the situation, boot put on their bootstraps and moved forward. I'm going to share from my entrepreneurial journey. I'm going to share from a ministry standpoint. I am going to give you just a little bit of whatever you need to get forward. So when you plug in, be prepared for random conversations. Be prepared for matter of fact conversations in life and love. Real raw conversations. Be prepared to feel. Not necessarily be in your feelings, but feel the thing that you need to feel to get where you need to get. So kick back, relax, grab your coffee, tea, or wine, and let's prepare for Conversations with Erica. Hey, podcast family. What's up? What's up? It's your girl, Erica Nicole, and I am here for episode 14 of the podcast. Can you believe it, guys? We are 14 episodes in. We are doing this thing and we are moving forward And I am just ever so grateful for what God is doing in this first season. Guys, when I decided to do a podcast, I had no idea what I was doing, the technical things behind it, editing and monetization and building an audience. All I knew was God gave me a burning desire in my heart to say something, to say something to his people, to say something to those that were knew they were called for more, knew they were destined for more, were ready for more, but they just got so caught up in their past failures and fear that they just could not move forward, that they felt like myself was doing the hokey pokey, right, with life and with their faith. And they were doing that, um, what do you, I call it, the faith shuffle, one step forward, two steps back. And dip, right? And that dip and it's hitting those knees for prayer. Um, so I just launched out in the deep. God had been talking to me for a while about the podcast. And then he began to confirm it um, through other listeners that would join my live streams on Facebook. And they would always say, do you have a podcast? Um, your voice is valuable. Just things like that. And I, it just made me so uncomfortable. Why? Because I never wanted to put the um, spotlight on myself Even though the word of God says that we're supposed to let our light so shine, it's still very humbling when God calls you out of the midst of a crowd. It's very humbling when he uses your life, your testimonies, your voice um, to stimulate or stir up the gifts in others, especially if you're like me. And I didn't even like my voice, like the physicalness of my voice. I thought it was raspy. Um, It wasn't very ladylike. Right. When I sing, I sound like a dude. When I get up in the morning, I sound a little rough and scruffy. I just did not like my voice, period. And then being told growing up that you talk too much or you uh, talk too loud or you're too. You know, after you heard that for so long, you just hide. 
you just hide in your personal life. You hide in your being. I was writing the other day in this um, collaborative book that I'm in. I'm I'm responsible for a chapter. And my term was I just faded to the background. And that's what I did in life. I would just fade to the background. Um, People think it's funny when I say that I consider myself an introvert. And I do. What I found out is I'm more of an ambervert at times, which means I can be social when I need to be social. But a lot of times I just fade to the black. I just fade to the back. Um, That's where I'm comfortable at. I don't feel like anybody's looking at me or looking for me to do a certain thing, which is generally fail. Right. So um, I'm just glad I'm celebrating 13 episodes. Now, normally this week would be a week where I have a guest. But because of my travel schedule, it just did not work out. I normally record on selected days and I did not batch. So I didn't schedule it ahead of time that see that's being a new podcaster. Um, And so it just did not work out. So you get me and I hope that's okay with you guys. I just wanted to pop in today and really just lift you up and encourage you to keep moving forward as we are now into the second um, quarter of this year. Um, We're moving forward. Things are happening. You know, um, the big conversation right now is the covid vaccination. Are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? Um, If you are, what are your thoughts? What were your side effects? Um, What do you think is going to happen? Well, here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, I don't know about anywhere else because I haven't really looked and I don't really watch a lot of news. um, But I noticed our numbers are going up. You know, the temperatures going up. It's spring. It's summer. People are getting out. They're getting active. And I feel like and this is just me personally, there's a misconception to what the um, vaccination means to you. COVID is different and it's still very unknown. Right. Okay, so with this COVID thing, I kind of lost my train of thought. But with this thing, it's like we have this level of comfort because we've been vaccinated So I've been listening to people and they're like, oh, I'm going to throw my mask away. Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm like, no, just because we're vaccinated, the vaccination just gives you another level of protection. We still need to be mindful of all the other things, washing our hands, hand sanitizer, covering our face, our nose and our mouth. Have y'all seen? Let's have a sidebar conversation. Have y'all seen the people with the mask on that it's under their nose? Hello. If your nose is not covered as well as your mouth, it is not working. Better yet, if you use the same mask every single day and you don't wash it, you don't let it air out, you don't let it defunctify, it's not working. You almost need to wear a new mask every single day. I forget. I think it's 72 hours off of cloth. Unless you're going to spray it down with some Lysol or something disinfectant. But anyway, I'm very concerned. I'm very, very concerned about these new numbers. Um, One thing that I have decided to do was really focus on my online um, visibility, my consistency, because I don't necessarily want to be back out there yet. The numbers are rising. The numbers are rising and I don't want to be back out there yet. I know my freelance vendors have really been talking about us going out. Um, One of them has made the decision that she's not going to do any more online classes. And guys, I'm not at peace. I cannot lie to you. I'm not at peace 
um, with being everywhere. I'm at peace with being in some places. Although, you know, my church, we never close the doors. We never close the doors. A group of us went to church from the beginning. We've never closed the doors. Um, we did Bible study online, but we would go in for church service, praise and worship in the word, um, just different things. But we never closed the door because how can hmm, come on now? How can we preach faith yet not operate in faith? How can we preach God is a healer? God is a source. God is a protector. God is a provider. God is the great I am. When the pandemic comes, we run and hide. How can I need to understand either we're going to preach it, live it, believe it, or we're not. And if we're not, then shut it down. Shut it down. Y'all know what I'm saying? So over here in Erica world, I am really focused on expanding my reach and building my businesses through my YouTube channel, through my um, podcast here, guys, with you guys on social media. Do y'all know something? And I don't know if I'm the only entrepreneur. I'm sure I'm not. Do you know I am not on TikTok? And I am not on Clubhouse. I have not once engaged on TikTok or Clubhouse. And I know I need to expand, but I just haven't done it yet. Right now, I am staying um, where I'm, and I don't want to say where I'm comfortable because I'm always telling y'all to get outside of your comfort zone, but I am staying and growing where I'm planted at this present moment. Now, one thing I am doing new is really, really, really showing up on YouTube. And you know, YouTube is, um, what do they call it? Like long posts. So YouTube is massive. They don't get me wrong. Your girl is not trying to be a YouTuber by any means, but YouTube is a great place to store content. It is like having a blog. It's a vlog video instead of a blog written. So it's a great place to store content. So that's what I'm doing. I'm also, and you'll be hearing about this soon. I'll be building out the website for the podcast and it'll be conversations with Erica. I think it's a dot com and maybe dot info. I'm not really sure, but I'll let you guys know. It'll be in the show notes. Um, so that way all things podcast will be over there, right? I'm t- I will be taking on some sponsors. I think I'll be ready to do that coming third quarter. So I'm excited about that. So in my life, right, I'm making some business moves to solidify me going further into 2021 because we don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know what it's going to look like. I'm going to add a little merch, not a lot, a little merch. I do have my solo project coming out. Um, that'll be dropping in August, birthday month. Your girl is turning 50. Don't get it twisted. I don't look it, but some days I feel it. And that's the next conversation. Um, So, yeah, so that's what's going on. So I just want y'all just to be smart. Be smart at what you're doing. Don't overdo it. Don't overcommit yourself, but be mindful of what's going on around you. Protect yourself from um, what's going on around you. Use your hand sanitizer. Wear your mask. Still be mindful of social gatherings. Like I was watching a, um, it was a professional game. I don't know if it was a football game or I don't know what game it was, but it was packed out. It was packed out. There was not an empty seat. And all I kept thinking of is COVID, COVID, COVID. God, please protect the ignorant because there was not a mask in sight, not a mask in sight. So it's one of those things, right? 
So you just got to be smart about what we're doing. So besides that, I am really focused on my health. I don't know about you guys, but I don't like the thought of working out. But I like the thought of being healthy. And I like the thought of weighing a lot less than I weigh right now. But something about working out, I've never been athletic. I've never been athletic. Um, I did play softball when I was younger. Um, but that's it. I didn't play basketball, although I'm 5'8", and everybody said I should. I probably would have been good. I just didn't do it. Um, so I'm really focused on my health. So your girl is going to add some cardio. I'm going to add some stretching, changing up my diet a little bit. Um, increasing prayer and meditation, right? God says we got to be good stewards. So when you think about this, if you have a business, what are you doing with your business? Are you being a good steward over that business? If you're making money because you're in business or you have a job, are you being a good steward over that money? Are you mining the business that pays you? Are you balancing the checkbook? Do you know where your money is going? Are your investments growing? Are you having a conversation with the financial advisor? Now's the time. Now is the time to do those things. God talks about money all over the word. A lot of times, you know, Christians are like, oh, I don't feel like you should talk about money. I read a post on Facebook and it said it's not ladylike to talk about money. You know what my response was? It's also not ladylike to live in poverty or to be broke or to have a busted vehicle or to have to um, have a low credit score or my checking account being in insufficient funds. That's what's not ladylike to me. So if you have a problem with the fact that I as a woman want to communicate about money and how to make my money multiply, how to make my money affect the world that I live in, how to be able to um, donate to political funds and donate to the church and be a blessing to a family, excuse me, all of that takes money. So if we're not talking about the money, then what? See, that's the problem. A lot of these things we weren't talking about in our households growing up. I don't know about you guys, but we didn't talk about investments and debt cancellation. We talked about debt. We talked about the lack. My mom worked two jobs my entire life or the equivalent of because it was just me and her. And she worked her fanny off to make it happen. That's what we talked about. What bill not going to get paid this week so we can pay another bill? So excuse me, sir, ma'am, if you find it unladylike that we talking about money. But it's time to talk about money. It's also time to not put your kid out at 18 because you think they grown when they're not ready to get out. Have you equipped them at 18? When they're stepping out, are they stepping out on a sure foundation? Are they tithers? Are they sowers? Are they investors? Do they have a job? Do they know a budget? Can they balance a checkbook? Do they know the difference between compound interest? No, no, and no. So excuse me. Why are you kicking your child out to struggle? Why are you kicking your child out so that they will feel pressured to make decisions that are not pleasing to God and not productive in society? Right? Why are you forcing your daughter out to depend on a man because you haven't given her the tools to stand on her own. Ooh, this conversation is all over the place. But I'm saying we got to be more responsible. And now is the time, guys. Now is the time. I wish my kids would have stayed home a little bit later. For those of you that don't know, I'm an empty nester, right? I have 28-year-old. 
I have a 26 year old and a 21 year old. The 26 and 21 have a birthday in June. I'm also an angel mom to a 25 year old in June. And all girls, all girls. And praise be to God, all my girls are doing very well in life, right? Graduated, degrees, standing on their own, own places. They're not dependent on anyone or the system. And I'm gracious. I'm graciously thankful for that because it could have been another way. But could I have taught them more? Absolutely. But you know what? We didn't teach them because we didn't know. Nobody taught us. Generational curse. Y'all see that? In the bloodline. It's time we put a stop to this type of stuff. Because the word says that a, is it the, a just man leaves a legacy, leaves an inheritance. Is, it that, that, is that what it says? I don't have my notes in front of me. Now I'm just kind of randomly throwing this up. But I want to say... Let me look it up. Y'all know I'm going to look it up right now. Right now. I'm getting ready to look it up. Inheritance. <clears throat> Y'all, my allergies are not letting me be great at all. At all. But I'm just saying we have to prepare. We have to prepare um, our children to get out there. And a lot of them are not prepared to get out there because we did not prepare them. We did not equip them, right? We 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 ain't we ain't raised our sons to take care of a household. Proverbs 13 and 22. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. But the wealth of a sinner is stored up for the for the righteous. Let's look at that again. Hold up, hold up, hold up. That's uh, internet in, new international version. A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children. Generations. Did y'all catch that? But a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. But the sinner's wealth passes to the godly. Y'all hear that? It comes to us. So we have to be equipped. When the sinner's wealth comes to us, are we equipped? Are we ready? Do we know what to do with it? That's all I'm talking about, guys. It's just random conversations. But going, one thing 2020 taught me was to be prepared. Right? To be prepared. Um, I remember when I was in junior high school, we had a teacher. And he taught us about nuclear war. And he talks about being prepared. He taught us what we should have in a kit. He taught us all of these things. Now, when he was teaching that, I thought the guy was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I'm not going to lie. But now I see it as wisdom because a lot of us, when we went into this quarantine, we were not prepared. We did not have um, perishable food items. I didn't because I eat keto, keto, K-E-T-O, K-E-T-O, keto. So guess what, guys? I didn't have rice. I didn't have oatmeal. I didn't have those staple items because I didn't eat them. But best to believe it, your girl got them now. Your girl got them now, right? And I'm going to keep me some. Because when times get hard, you got to go back to something that's going to sustain you. I didn't have batteries. I had a nice amount of toilet tissue or paper towels. I had cleaning supplies. You know, I didn't have enough alcohol. My alcohol was down to almost nothing. So now we're learning to be prepared, right? When we had a winter storm here in Oklahoma City, 
I didn't have, because I just moved, newly divorced, newly separated. I didn't have batteries. I didn't have a flashlight. And guess what, guys? I have four different battery packs to charge my cell phone and my devices and what none of them charged. Guess what? Ready. Ready. My emergency fund didn't look like it needed to look. Guess what, guys? Funding. Work in progress. We have to be mindful and we have to be prepared and we have to equip those that we're responsible for. Right. I'm just saying, and I know this is random, but 2020 taught you stay ready. So you ain't got to get ready. I used to hear the man of God say that all the time that we should as ministers and, you know, women and men of God, we should always have a word. We should always have a word, read a word in due season because you don't never know when you're going to call be called forth. To give a word. You don't never know when you'll be called forth to minister or pray. So we should always have a word. Oh, excuse me. So I get that. Right. I get that now. Guys, we got to stay ready. So if you're in the process of getting ready, get ready. Get ready. What are you waiting on? Get ready. Ready, set, go. Be ready. Make sure your children are ready and equipped. Some things me and my girls are actually learning together. We're having conversations. We're talking about things. We're learning together. We're making plans together. We're launching businesses together. Right? We're paying debt off together. We're comparing credit cards together. We're sharing knowledge and information. We're growing together. And that's the thing. So, yeah, that's the conversation I saw on Facebook the other day about putting our kids out at 18. And there are some cultures that do not do that. There are some cultures that you stay at home, right, with your people until you are ready and prepared, until you can buy a house, um, until you get married and that man can't marry you until he can buy you a house. Ain't no moving you into a mobile home or an apartment or rental. No, no, no. No, no, no. But there are also parents that as their children get married are buying them their first family home, their starter home, if you will. Are we prepared to do that? My daughter just got married uh, in March. You know, they had a small intimate ceremony. They having a big one next year. But when they have it, am I prepared to buy them a house? Is their father prepared to buy them a house? Are we prepared to buy them a house together? It's that type of stuff. We got to wise up and we got to get ourselves together. Time is of the essence. Time is of the essence. But enough of that, guys. I just had to get down into here, give you that random conversation. Hold up. Oh, my God. I love random conversations. I don't know about you guys, but I can talk forever. I truly have the gift to gab. And I love to just talk about what's going on in the world today. Right. And infuse the word of God with that. That really is how I get down. And that's the life that I live. Anytime you're in my presence, you're always going to get my faith. I don't know no other thing to give you. And you're always going to leave being made to believe that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's what the word says. And if the word says it, then it's got to be true, right? He says in Jeremiah 29 and 11 that he has plans for us and there are plans to prosper. So if he said that, then it's true. That means my podcast is going to prosper. That means I'm going to be a best-selling author when my book drops. That means I am going to successfully release this unwanted weight. That means my storehouse will be plenty. 
because God's word said it. And how do I know it? Because I am aligning with his word. I am allowing him to lead God and direct me. I'm allowing his word to be a light unto my feet and a lamp unto my path. And as long as I continue to do that, it is so. And it will be well with me and my peeps. And you guys are my peeps. So check it out, guys. Go over to my new website. It's done. It looks amazing. It is www.ericaspeakslife. Speaks with the S on the end of it. Remember, dot com. But remember, that's a K, not a C. Erica with the K, no C. That also is my name all over social media streets. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Go connect with your girl and tell me where you heard me. If you if you learned about me here on Conversations with Erica on one of the podcast platforms, say something. Let me know. Say, what's up? What's up? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. So we can kick it. And also do me a solid rate the podcast. Subscribe, review, share, rate. Go check me out over on YouTube as well. YouTube is going through some changes. But it is going to be just a housing unit to put all the tea. You're going to get faith. You're going to get entrepreneurship and you're going to get lifestyle. So I may talk about plants. I may talk about keto. I may talk about being an empty nester, being a new divorcee, whatever's popping in my life. What you won't get is makeup and hair because I don't do all of that. I'm barely doing it myself, although I am into almost my third month of my luck journey and I'm loving it. These braid locks are everything, but I do want you to connect. Check it out next month, May 1st, the She Shine Vision Academy, right? She Shine Visit Academy SSVA is opening up. It's only going to be open. The card is going to be open for 20 days, 20 days. That is it. And then we're closing it down and it will not open up again until third quarter, middle month of the third quarter. That's when it opens. It opens four times a year, 20 days at a time, mid month of first, second, third quarter. And that's it in fourth quarter. That's it. Um, you want to get in 27 dollars a month, less than a dollar a day gets you the monthly, um, the monthly business and girlfriend book club. It gets you, um, Q and a with me live sessions. It gets you guest coasting. And if you so choose to pay an additional $10 it gets you in the inner circle accountability group and so much more. So check it out. You never know. Watch because I may drop the price and do a special but the Vision Academy is opening up on May 1st. I think that's it for you, girl. I'm going to slide off of here. I have gabbed, gab, gab so much in your ears this morning. I will see you guys next week, right? Thank you for checking me out. Thank you for rocking with me. See you next week for episode 14.